0: The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for His great church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing, family? Welcome into the Disciples Pathway Ministries. It is a pleasure, a pleasure to be with you all and you all with me, Minister Dion. My mother is out and about right now, but she wants you to know that she loves you. She can't wait to get back to you and that she is praying for you all as we hope that you are praying for our family also. So today is going to be more so of a continuation of what we spoke on um, on last week, if you will. And we talked about if you have not heard, please go back to the podcast. But we talked about. Uh, that the fact that i must be about my father's business we looked into the story of the young boy jesus when he told his mother this and expressed this to expressed this quite firmly to his parents and what he was speaking on and what he was talking about so this week i want to talk about more so what happens after being about his business and after that work and the need for rest Okay, there's a there's a saying there's a saying that we like to say the acronym TGIF. Thank God that is Friday. Why do we look so forward to the weekend and to the to the rest of the other weekend and things like that? So here we are. Let's pray before we get into this word that the Lord may open us up. Father God, in the name of Jesus. May you come into our midst, O Lord Jesus. May you come into our midst to fill us to satisfy us, to quench us with your water. Forgive us of our sins and trespasses, that our hearts be pure before you, our consciences clear before you, O Father God, that there be no stumbling block, no hindrance, O Father God, of your word. Lord Jesus, as your word go forth, O Father God, let it edify the heart of the listeners and all who are underneath the sound of my voice right now, Lord Jesus. Lord, how we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So this week, oh family, we're going to be reading in uh, the book of Hebrews chapter 4. If you would turn there, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Hebrews chapter 4, it reads, God's promise of entering his rest still stands. So we ought to tremble with fear that some of you might fail to experience it. For this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them but it but it didn't but it did them no good because they didn't share the faith of those who listened to god for only we who believe can enter his rest as for the others god said in my anger i took an oath they will never enter my place of rest even though this rest has been ready since he made the world we know it is ready because of the place in the scriptures where it mentions the seventh day. On the seventh day, God rested from all his work. But in the other passages, God said they will never enter my place of rest. Verse six. So God's rest is there for people to enter. But those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed God. So God set another time for entering his rest. And that time is today. God announced this through David much later in the words already quoted. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Now, if Joshua had succeeded in giving them them this rest, God would not have spoken about another day of rest still to come. So there is a special rest still waiting for the people of God. For all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors. Just as God did after creating the world. Verse 11. So let us do our best to enter that rest. But if we disobey God, as the people of Israel did, we will fall. So, family, let's just give a a little brief history about uh, this Sabbath day, uh, the seventh day of the week, as we know as Saturday. And the fact that we look so forward to it, according to Deuteronomy, uh, the Sabbath day. Is the day of rest, of course. The seventh day commanded by God to keep it holy as a day of rest. God rested from his creation. We're going to look at Deuteronomy 5, verse 12 through 14. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath day to the Lord your God. Only you shall Not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey or any of your animals, nor any foreigner residing in your towns so that your male and female servants may rest as you do. Why does God have such emphasis on taking this rest? So here in Deuteronomy, this is where we are introduced to the concept of rest. Well, and really in the garden at the beginning of creation, we are introduced to the concept of rest. As our father was the first to lead the example of resting for us. The reason God had need to rest is God had expressed his character in his work. We talked about the word work. Words that are associated with the word work is zeal, diligence, occupation. So with zeal... He was diligent to occupy the earth by speaking unto it, and thus, and thus for creation came forth. And then after the rest, after the seventh day, from his work, the activity of life came forth. The growth of fruit and vegetation plus man to tend to it and be like the fruit and vegetation and that it multiplied from its seed. So, for example, what I'm saying, we may call this payday. A lot of y'all get paid maybe uh, on Friday or at the end of every other Friday or so. Like, that's the fruit of your labor. And now you may go into rest after, after having done so. Why did he require us to rest? Just to simply say we have need of rest by our human nature. By our, by our human nature, we have this need to rest. Let's do some, let's do some groundwork here, family. Let's be specific. Sleep is for the body. And the spirit abides or dwells. So for the body, the body gets weary, it gets tired, bones ache, muscles ache, it gets weary, wear wore down, dehydrated, if you will. And when we go into that that sleep mode, which on average should be about six to eight hours, we recover in our, and the body is restored thus by the morning time. Healing takes its place while the body is yet asleep. So sleep is for the body. The spirit abides or dwells. The spirit is in a constant rotation or constant everlasting dance with the Holy Spirit that is within us. Just as the river flows, the life flows, of the Spirit continually flows because our spirit is like God's spirit and neither sleeps nor slumbers. So the Spirit continues to abide, dwell, other words, remain, stay, or continue on with the Holy Spirit in this everlasting dance. Oh, but the soul needs rest, family. The soul is in battle or at battle all day long, even into the night, if this rests and the Lord does not take his place. Isaiah 40 verse 30 says, even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. Family, you got to be tossed to and fro all day long, many and multiple things pulling at your affection having to make decision after decision, discernment after discernment, having to put away evil, cleave to what is good, having to undergo this process of sanctification after salvation until the revelation of Jesus Christ, this marathon that we call life. And we get tired, family. Our endurance runs short. We become short-winded. Oh, but to rest, in the lord that he may renew your strength that he may renew a steadfast spirit within you that he may revive your soul that you may continue on in the good work that he is faithful to finish the author and the finisher of your faith he who is faithful is promised to finish the work that he began in you we have need to take of this rest because he, he requires this rest because we have need of this rest. What is this rest? The Hebrew meaning, or the Hebrew word is katapasis. This word literally means a calming of the winds. I brought this uh this story up uh on on multiple other podcasts, but here we're going to bring it up again on the Sea of Galilee when he told his disciples that we have need to go over this sea to the other side. And then when they got into the vessel, into the boat, we, I would have to perceive that it had to been around the evening or the night hour. The night and the the, the night and the midnight hours, a, a, a lot of that hour is where the battle takes place. A lot of times we'll feel our bodies go to sleep, but our minds are still uh, worried about the the cares of yesterday and today and tomorrow. So again, they were on this ship. Jesus was asleep at the bottom of the vessel. We perceive around again the midnight hour. And then the disciples began to panic because this large storm had arose and the winds were beating up against this vessel in the boat. And it began to rock to and fro and, and panic. They came down to Jesus. Lord, Lord. Do you not care that we're about to perish? Lord, we are about to die. <laughs> and Jesus arose out of his sleep. And he told them, why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. In other words, why y'all so scared? Where's your faith? Didn't I tell, didn't I tell you guys that we're going to get to the other side before we got in? We're going to get to the other side. But when we come into the midst of it, when we come into the troubles of it, all of what I told you at the front end just disappears. And now your faith has disappeared with it. Tossed about in the wind. Until he said, peace, be still. Peace, be still. And the waves subsided, the winds ceased, and the disciples marveled. What manner of man is this that even the winds and the waves obey him? Catapultus, Jesus our Lord, the calming of the winds, he is the Lord of the winds and the waves and the troubles and the things that comes up against you. He said, cast all your cares upon me, for I care for you. Family, this is the practice. This is a daily having to do. This is a daily, just like we daily need sleep for our bodies. We have to daily enter. He says, labor to enter into his rest. So how do you obtain this rest? I have three points for you. And I would ask that you please write this down. The first point here is work. Work. Be diligent to that which he has given to, given to you as unto him. Be diligent to it. Be faithful to it. Not because your boss told you so. Not because your kids is hungry and they're going to need some food. Yeah, all those things are, are priorities, but that shouldn't, be, that shouldn't be the thing that gets your lawnmower crank. You have to go because your Lord has implored you to go. It is the utilization of your gifts, your talents, and your skills to build the kingdom of heaven that has come and is now here. Family, I'm going to go back here. Verse 11, Hebrews chapter 4. So let us do our best to enter that rest. Let us do our very best to enter that rest. Beware of idleness, family. Beware of idleness. The old folks would say, Idle mind is the devil's workshop or the devil's playground. This is where he comes in. Because if you are not diligent, zealous, or your mind is not occupied, then he'll come in and fill those spaces with all types of twisted ways, perverted ways and wicked ways, and then you'll find yourself veering off the path. Another thing to beware of, beware that your work is not in vain. The Bible says they stay awake and watch the city in vain if it's not unto the Lord. They work until the field in vain if it's not unto the Lord. Again, family, what is your purpose for showing up? Point two, obedience. Obedience, family, submitting, subjecting, succumbing to the Lord in exchange for his promise of rest. The promise of his rest that shall fall upon you. Verse one of chapter four says God's promise of entering his rest still stands. God's promise is not slack concerning those who count slackness. He said, heaven and earth will be removed before one tittle or jot of my word is removed. I honor my word above my name and how great is his name. Family, take this in. Take it in. It is a promise of rest. Men say a lot of things. Women say many other things. There's news all about you can turn on your local channel and you're just going to be filled with words from other and all around. But his word stands. It is the same yesterday, today and forevermore. And this is his promise. That you shall enter into his rest by obedience. Paul's letter to the Hebrews emphasized that those who first had the opportunity to enter into his rest did not enter into his rest because of their disobedience. So God had to appoint another time to enter into rest because the first opportunity was not seized. And so you wonder why that they were enslaved and that they had to take the hard way around and that they had the rough comings and they had to be subjected to others outside of him and his will because of their disobedience. Obey, family, and rest will be upon you. Point three. Your faith. Your faith. In earlier messages, we clarify what this word faith is in its original origin. The assurance of existing foundation or the thing that is placed under you is real. The assurance of existing foundation or the thing that is placed under you is real. Verse 3, for only we who believe can enter his rest. As for the others, God said in my anger, I took an oath. They will never enter my place of rest, even though this rest has been ready since he made the foundations of the world. So at the foundations of the world, at the foundation, at at the faith of God that was laid at the beginning, there was rest. There was rest, family. When the word of God and your faith intermingle." It is a potent concoction that yields rest for faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. For faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word word of God. But it did for verse two says for this good news that God has prepared this rest has been announced to us just as it was to them. But it did. But it did them no good because they did not share the faith of those who listened to God. Family, we have to hear and we have not, we cannot harden our hearts when the Lord speaks. Your faith not only gets you this promise, but every promise endowed to you in this word. And this word is filled with so many good promises. This word has been standing since the beginning of time. There are some things in heavenly places that sit and wait, dormant, waiting for you. And your faith to come alone and agree, waiting for your ears to open, your eyes to be lifted up, your hearts to be made ready, to be emptied out, for your fields to be cleared, for the weeds to be pulled up, that He may come in and plant His seed and yield a crop tenfold, a hundredfold. Family, rest in the Lord. Rest. In his goodness. Rest in his faithfulness. Rest in his grace. Rest in his mercy. Rest, family. There's a lot going on. Especially in this day and time. In this hour. This crazy year. An election year. A pandemic that has shut everything down. A way of life that has been derailed. Derailed. And now families have been uprooted. Households have been left to wonder how are we going to survive? How are we going to overcome this? How are we going to continue on? But yet we have a God in heaven saying rest. Rest, family. Labor to enter unto my rest. Somebody today... Is tired. Somebody out there underneath the sound of my voice, once somebody has need of this rest, will your faith agree with this word that you may receive his rest this day and tomorrow and the day after that if God gives life and say the same? Somebody has need to experience this today you've paced back and forth in your heart you've been to and fro carried with the winds and the waves family i want to extend an invitation unto you to come into this rest to come into this place in god if you never believe if you if this is your first time hearing the name of the Lord Jesus Christ or hearing this word. Or if you heard this word, maybe growing up, maybe an elder in your family has expressed some things to you, but it has not quite sat in or resonated with you, but something is stirring about your heart. A word is being, the, the word that I speak to you today has been confirmed to you. And there's an unction in your spirit and your eyes are whelping up with tears. And your shoulders are heavy and tense and tight. And you're shaking and you're rattling right now. Please, please enter in, into this thing called salvation. Today, family, we need not tarry. Tomorrow's not promised. Yesterday is gone and to be, to be forever forgotten. We only have now, family. I would love for you to repeat after me if you are ready to receive this rest and this promise. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Lord Jesus, you are welcome. In this place of my heart, may your spirit never depart. Receive me as I receive you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Family, we here at Disciple Pathway Ministries believe that if you prayed that prayer of salvation, that you have just received the Lord God, the Lord Jesus into your heart. He said in Revelations, if you will open up your heart, I will come in and dine with you and you with me. He wants to make a home out of your family. Will you make him feel at home? Will you clear out the weeds and, and the things that have been blocking the way, the distractions, the things, the addictions that you've been holding on to, the way that you've been going that, that has just been pulling you, and let, and allow him to come in? And he'll fill you with that rest, family. And they're going to look at you and wonder why. How can all this be going on? Yet he, yet she, has such a peace and such a rest about him. Family, we love you. And we thank you for tuning in. And until next time, one voice, I speak life.